Hello, everybody. I'm Eric Hudzik, your host of Money Sucks on the Line with the one and only Osho, who is staying away from staying away from uh, bad news. He's all about the happy times. <laughs> <laughs> Hello there, Eric. Hey, how you doing? Good, very good. Hey, I understand we're going to have a really great show. Oh, oh, we we are, we are, because it's all about Bitcoin, 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 Bitcoin. Wow, I'm, I'm, I'm really. I can't wait for this. This is going to be fantastic. You're going to tell me everything you know, and then some, I'm sure. Yeah, because uh, there's very exciting things that are happening every day, every single day. Something more is happening, and I got to keep up with it, and I got to tell you about it because you need to know this great stuff. To avoid a money suck, you got to be into Bitcoin. You got to be in cryptocurrencies. Uh, number two is uh, Ethereum. That's blowing up. It's unbelievable. Everything is about Ethereum right now. They say Ethereum is the new internet. Remember when the internet first started and people thought it was a fad? <laughs> Do you remember that? Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, it was interesting, really interesting. I I told a couple of friends, you know, they wanted to get something for their children. I said, well, get them on the internet. It's a worldwide dictionary or it's an encyclopedia. They, they, they can learn anything. And uh, we were out at a restaurant and someone came up with a question and one of the younger people there, 21, 22 or whatever, he, he got on the, his little cell phone and he got the answer. I think they had to call him back to give him the answer. That's how it started that I remember. <laughs> it was wild. Yeah, speaking of wild, I just heard a wild thing today. One of the guys that I kind of uh, really uh, admire, he's a young guy, but he's, uh, and he's a Brit. He's a Brit. He talks with a British accent, but I can't do his British accent. Anyway, uh, he, he said, you should educate yourself. And I'm like, oh, everybody always says, oh, educate yourself. Learn this, learn that. Take a class, da da da. You know what? He, you know how he learned? You know how he educated himself? Hmm. He read a dictionary. Huh. And I thought that Reading. was brilliant. It's kind of what you're saying. I mean, the phone yeah. is kind of a, you can probably have a, I'm sure there's an app that says a word a day that you could look up in the morning and find out more words. But he read a dictionary. He swears by it. He said, I just read a dictionary. He said it was the best thing I ever did. Well, reading a dictionary puts another whole dimension into this because you you really see it, and it's there. It's a piece of paper. It's something that you can see, you can hold. And I think that really uh, stimulates your mind and your body, and you have it inside your soul. We're on the telephone. You see this, and you really don't know where it's coming from. But if it's coming from a dictionary, there's another subconscious factor to that that would make it stick in your mind a little bit better, I'm sure. I like that. I like that a lot. And 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 the fact that it's coming from a younger guy really means something. It's it's uh, mm -hmm. very interesting. And boy, you can get a dictionary probably tons of places for free or near free. And uh you can just improve your your way your life tenfold, a hundredfold, mm -hmm. thousandfold, I don't know, but it's just an amazing uh thing. And guess what? It's it doesn't uh it's not a money suck. It'll just uh it'll just help. It can't hurt. Well, I have a family dictionary here that must be seven inches thick. That would take me a long time. Yeah. Yeah, I remember those things. Print. Yes, yes. I remember those things. Crazy. Um, so, yeah, talking about Ethereum, Bitcoin. Bitcoin um, is being bought up by big-time universities. When you think of Harvard, you think smart. Just smart. You're smart if you go there. You must be smart if you're teaching there because you're teaching smart people. So you've got to be smart. 
And um, they are brilliant. And what they're doing is they got endowment funds that are worth a whole lot of money. Do you know how much Harvard's endowment fund is worth right now? I have no idea, and I'm sure it's a lot of money, but give me an idea. $40 billion. That's what it would be, billion. $40 billion. Now, some of that is in the Bitcoin. They aren't saying anything about it. They haven't uh, openly discussed it, but it is a fact that they are doing that. Yale is also another another educational Entity that's also got big money, $30 billion. Some of that is also in Bitcoin. University of Michigan has $12.5 billion endowment fund. Some of that is in Bitcoin. And then Brown has $4.7 billion, and they have some of that in Bitcoin. So it's, it's really amazing um, that these smart places are doing it. So should you follow the smart money? What do you think? I think you should, but getting back, I'm going to ask two questions. Question number one, if I read the dictionary like you said that smart people do or this smart person did, is there anything about Bitcoin in the dictionary? I'm going to guess no, unless you got a newer dictionary. I'm sure it's okay. in a modern day, but an older one, probably not. Well, you know, they make a medical dictionary. They make a farming dictionary. They make all the different kind of dictionaries. Urban dictionary. Yeah, maybe someone should come up with a currency dictionary with the coin currency in there also, like Bitcoin. Yeah, and in fact, if they did that, that would be one thing I would highly recommend they do online because that changes daily. <laughs> it's such an up-and-coming thing. They showed a chart with uh, Ethereum, which is the number two currency under Bitcoin, and the reason it's number two is it came out after Bitcoin, but everything is attached to this. We're talking about finance. We're talking about gaming. We're talking about NFTs, which are um, non-fungible assets, which are or tokens, which are uh, things that uh, like artwork. And it, it's just starting. It's like the early days of the internet. You've got to get in on this. So anyway, they showed this graph of all the things that are attached to one coin, Ethereum. And that's why I think it's just an amazing, amazing thing to get into. And the neat thing is it's way cheaper than Bitcoin. So if you wanted to own a whole Ethereum, you could do it a way more affordable than Bitcoin. Hmm. Interesting. Yes. Uh, getting, getting back to you talking about it changing real fast. Uh, as you were talking, I was thinking maybe this dictionary could be condensed down to concepts rather than facts. Uh, that that changes every day because I have tried to read a couple things on Bitcoin and they just give me enough so I don't know what they're talking about or they'll come up with a word in there that I don't quite understand. Uh, you and I have gone through this a few times. Yes, and uh, yeah, you need to break it down. As a matter of fact, to tell you about Bitcoin, you go, well, yeah, it's up one day, it's down one day. I don't know if I want to. You got to look at it in a simplified term. And I thought this was great. They said, well, Look at when um, Obama came into office. I think it was worth $17. Bitcoin was worth $17. And then when, <laughs> when uh, Trump came into office, it was worth $917. Okay. Now when Biden comes into office, it's worth $30,000. So w which way do you think it's going? Well, it sort of sounds like hopefully it's going up. Yeah, exactly. So it's a neat thing when they break things down like that. So what I'm saying is you're right. Break it down so people can understand. Oh, speaking of understanding, that's kind of the 
that is probably the reason why still only a minority of the world has gone micro, has gone crypto, because uh, nobody understands it. Well, the cool thing is there's this company coming out that, let's say I wanted to send you some money crypto way, wise, wise style, crypto style. That's interesting. Crypto style as an asset. I want to send you some money. Uh, right now it's very difficult and you have to learn some technical things to do. People that do it every day, it's no problem. But if, if you're first time, what do you do? Well, now they're doing, there's a company coming out that's doing it where you would just put your name, Osho.crypto, I think it is, and I could send you money. That's, I'll send your money to Osho.crypto and you'll get money and life will be good. Now, I'm sort of guessing here, would you put it in my wallet if I had a wallet? Yeah, that's a great question. I believe so, or you would figure it oh, Actually, I believe all you need is an email address, so I put it to your email. Now, how you get out of the email, haven't got that far yet. It's a newer concept, haven't done it, but it's out. I mean, it's not like it's a plan or anything. It's out. So I, I wouldn't have anything I could take to the store and buy yet. There's some stores I understand you can, and I couldn't take it to the bank and get cash for it, but you can give me it through the Internet. Exactly. And very, very soon, these places, you won't have to get cash. You could just use it on maybe a card because now they have crypto cards where it's a visa. Mm -hmm. It's a visa. Mm -hmm. You just go Ooh. to the store, spend it like you normally would, but instead of spending dollars, you're spending crypto. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, uh, I, I have a little point here. I've been trying to get an appointment for my COVID shot. And I'm not on the internet, internet too much, and it's usually uh, hard for me to do, and they usually work me in circles. Now, I, I've heard a lot of people say, well, the people that really need it don't have a computer, and they can't get it. So now these older people are dying off, you know, slowly. So I'm thinking also when the older people that don't understand crypto die off, the young people are going to be a hold of it, and that's what's going to also help it to grow and be legitimate. Yeah, it's true. And you also make a, a good point. It's also with the old school way of doing things. That's also going to die off. The old way new of doing things is just going to die off because the new way is so much better. So the new, the old way is going to have to somehow combine with the new way or the old way is going to have to go new way. In fact, I hear a lot of uh, new, they call these uh, banks DeFi, which means they're uh, – uh, they're they're not uh, centralized. They're they're uh, decentralized banks or entities, and the old school banks are going to start combining with them. And what do you think is going to happen? Well, all these cryptocurrencies are going to be worth a whole lot of money because they're going to be so valuable. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm sure uh, it, it's going to be a a whole new world one way or another. I don't know which way we're going to go. I don't think anybody does. But uh, like you were saying before, that uh, we don't know what's in store for us. The president can do something one day. I read an article or it was on uh, YouTube that the, Jap the Chinese are getting ready to invade us. I don't know if that's true or not true. You don't know what you can think about on the Internet or on the news because the news is so slanted. The Internet is so slanted. I can put anything down on the Internet and half the people might believe me like Barman Bailey said one time, you can fool one person some of the time, but you can't fool all the person. All the people all Never the mind. time. 
Yeah. That yeah. makes sense. You can't do all yeah. the people all the time. Some people sometimes. Yeah, that's so true. Speaking of that, the funny thing, mainstream media, you said it's slanted. <laughs> You're going to love this number. So, um, like I said, at the time of this recording, Bitcoin is down a little bit. And uh, some people are saying it's it's over. Bitcoin, <laughs> Bitcoin, it's over. And it's not the first time they said it. In fact, check this out. Bitcoin has been proclaimed dead 395 times. <laughs> they said it was over 395 times, the mainstream media. In fact, you can go to a website called Bitcoin Obituaries, and you can look up all the obituary articles where people said, yeah, it's over. It's a Ponzi scheme. It's never going to happen. It's a fad. It's, you know, they keep going on and on. Come on, you know, give it up. As a matter of fact, I want to tell you another neat statistic. So last year, companies had 20,000 Bitcoin. All the companies that were putting some of their money into Bitcoin, there's 20,000. Already this year, today, there is 105,837 Bitcoin in the companies. So these companies that are quote unquote smart money that have these big buildings, just like the casinos, when you say the casino, they go, the house wins. How do you think mm -hmm. they make these casinos? Well, how do you make, how do you think they make those huge company buildings or how do they even make the taxes in San Francisco and, and, um, what's the big one? Oh, Silicon Valley. You know, how, how can, how can they pay the taxes if they're not making a whole lot of money? So they're not dumb. So follow yeah. the companies, follow the governments, follow Harvard, oh. Yale, University of Michigan, Brown, and buy Bitcoin. And the last thing they always say, follow the money. Oh yeah. I mean, isn't that, that's been a, uh, a saying since money has been born probably. Mm -hmm. Follow the money. Follow the money. Oh, and speaking of following the money, unfortunately, because of the pandemic, the American Cancer Society has been uh, very low on donations. So with that in mind, Osho, what do you think the American Cancer Society is now doing? They're buying a Bitcoin. Well, kind of. What they're doing is they're <laughs> well, they're they're, they're they need they need donations. So they're yeah. taking donations in the form of Bitcoin and five other cryptocurrencies. Wow. So there you go. And do you think the American Cancer Society is going to take this money so that the let's say it's a one dollar in Bitcoin goes down to zero or down to fifty cents? No, yeah. they're going to take that money and they're going to hold on to it. Yes, go ahead. Uh, let me ask you about going down to zero. I've been thinking about history and what happens. We had the Great Depression in 29, I believe it was. Now, I, I'm not an expert on this, so I'm going to ask you, what caused the Depression? What happened? What caused the, uh, the, the stock markets to go down to zero or very low? What happened to all these people's money? Why did the big crash happened back then. Do you have any idea? Actually, I don't know. I do want to say that um, I just heard recently about they had a plan to get out of it, and I guess the plan did not work. So whatever plan to get out of it they worked back then did not work. But no, I didn't know what caused it. I'm sorry, I can't uh, can't answer that. I think we should do a show on that sometime because, you know, history repeats itself, they say, and I believe that it does. And if, if there are signs that are going on now about not just Bitcoin, but regular coin and the inflation 
and other things that are happening in the United States, maybe you should be a little bit more cautious and, and try to stay ahead of anything that might be a crash in any kind of currency or, or houses or anything of value, because theoretically it could happen again. You're talking about the Zimbabwe uh, money, uh, 200 oh, trillion. Trillion, yeah. Yeah, two million or trillion or whatever. Trillion, trillion with trillion, a T. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, I've been curious about this in my mind. Why did it happen? Why did it get so bad? Why were all the jobs lost? Why couldn't buy anybody buy anything? What their bank accounts went down to nothing. Money in their mattress didn't count anymore. It just something had to spark it. Something had to make it blow up. Something had to work, whether it was man doing it or. It was a global, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to have to look into that. Yeah, what what caused that? Why one day did... Well, that's what I'm asking about today. Today, everything is in red. And uh, I mean across the board. So I'm like, what happened? Yeah, now, te yeah. Tesla missed their... their um, they missed their uh, goal by a few thousand. But Tesla's only stock went only down a few dollars. Where some play... Oh, here's a funny, funny story. This is unbelievable. Talking about new versus old. Check this out. There is a game store where they sell video games called GameStop. And GameStop is selling off a lot of stores because of everybody else doing the same thing. They're all shopping on internet, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay, now check this out. So since they're selling all these stores, the options traders, old money, are saying they're going to lose money, so we're going to short the stock. They're going to lose money. Now, the young money, they're on like Reddit, which is a app on on the internet that people go and they... They, if you want to find out anything about anything, you go on Reddit. It's just uh, unbelievable. I've heard stories, kind of like your TikTok. Anyway, they're saying on Reddit, everybody go long on this stock for GameStop, and you'll make money because the traders are shorting it. Well, guess what? It went up 100% in a day. <laughs> Oh. For this store that's closing stores all over the place because of the power of the internet. And I think that's the way crypto is going to be, the power of crypto. It's going to be the same type of thing. You could try to fight it. So they're costing these option traders the old money, a whole lot of money, and the Reddit people are making some money. Mm -hmm. well, I, I, I do think greed and fear run the stock market uh people or, or crypto or anything i think oh, yeah. people get scared and they want to get out of it greed they want to get into it and i was looking at the graph for uh bitcoin watching it go up and down and up and down and i see the downs and in my mind i see all these people buying 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 then i see the up and they're selling 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 then i see it down again buying 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 and boy can you make a lot of money when you do that you know what you're doing yeah, when you know what you're doing and you can kind of guess. But the interesting thing about Bitcoin is right now the technicals are bad. They're saying, uh-oh, in the technicals, everything looks bad. But you got to remember, Bitcoin is like Amazon. It's like the Internet in the early days. The fundamentals are still there. In mm -hmm. a few days, the biggest institutional buyer of Bitcoin, Grayscale, is going to get a 1,000-plus big company Muckety mucks 
in to get together in a room or uh, virtually probably, and he's going to tell all these companies the advantages of getting into Bitcoin. And the guy that's talking is very uh, Michael Saylor's his name. He is a very very huge Bitcoin bull, but he makes a whole lot of sense. So I think most of these companies, if not practically all of them, are going to get into Bitcoin. And what do you think is going to happen to the price then? Yeah, it probably will go up. Yeah, I would think I so. Would, I would think. I would think so. Now, you were mentioning a week or two weeks ago, January 29th is supposed to be a big day. Is that the day that they're all going to get together? Um, no, they're doing it just a few days after that. But the 29th is the end of the month. And we are waiting to see what Bitcoin's going to do. If it's above a certain amount, a certain number, it's like waiting for Bitcoin to make up its mind, whether it's going to make that run that we talked about. Remember the options mm-hmm. traders? Um, mm-hmm. It's interesting. If it does, it's going to be amazing and it's going to be a huge story. And you can forget about it because then everybody's going to hear about it and they're just going to all want to pile in. So it's going to be very interesting. And then a few days after that, the CME, CME futures are going to allow for Ethereum. So Ethereum can be traded on the stock market. And uh, that's going to be a huge catalyst. Then I told you about the the uh, Michael Saylor with uh, MicroStrategies is going to get in a room with a whole bunch of guys. And it's just an amazing thing. you got to look at the fundamentals and say, wait a second, this isn't going to disappear and it's not going to go down to zero. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to have a bigger, bigger gap between the rich and the poor. It seems like the richer really getting rich now it's it's like nothing nothing like this ever when a football player can get three million dollars a year and more and the other people on the other side are getting welfare checks and food stamps uh nothing can be much bigger than that and i think these big people and a a million dollars nowadays is nothing back in my day that was a lot of money and so people just throw around a million like nothing Oh, like like nothing. In fact, I told you about the guy called the Beast. He's going to put a million dollars up in on the moon. He's going to take a, mm-hmm. a drive yeah. with a million dollar Bitcoin on it and put it on the moon. And then we're going to go treasure hunting, aren't we? Yeah, for that nothing. <laughs> for, sure. for that nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Although the problem yeah. is the ride will cost us what fifty five million more than that. Yeah, yeah, fifty five billion. Yeah, <laughs> million, and million. someone else came up with an idea. You can write a letter. I think it's only one page or two words or something. I don't know all the details. You can write this letter and you can write it to your wife, your girlfriend or whatever. And they're going to put all of these letters in a container and they're going to send it up to the moon. And they're going to charge you to get get a letter to your girlfriend or your wife, you know, on, on the moon. So that's another way to make money. That's interesting also. That is another way. Speaking of making money, and you talked about the little guy, I just want to leave you with one fun story. Um, back to Bitcoin. Somehow, the um, homeless people in England would accept Bitcoin um, years and years ago. They would accept it because they would take anything they can get, of course, and, and mm-hmm. rightly so. Well, I guess a few of them, for whatever reason, went to went to jail, went to prison. And these guys come out and guess what? They're millionaires. Oh, wow. So one for the little guy. Yeah, well, that is fantastic. And I heard that uh, they're trying to talk to people in South Africa, the poor people, to buy part of Bitcoin now so that they can get out of poverty. So it's, it's the same story, the same ideas going all around the world. Yeah. 
So all you need is time, and you can do well. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap it up. If you got anything else to tell me, let let us let us all know right now. Well, I'm so happy that we learned so much tonight. This has been fantastic, and I think our listeners will be happy with all of this and want to join in next time when we have more information for them. And we'll keep everybody from getting a money suck out of their pocket. There you go. And everybody, we want to thank you for letting us reach a milestone in our programming. We were very excited to hear the numbers, and we got more listeners now more than ever. So thank you so much. And once again, Terry Finnegan, thank you so much for this outro music, and we'll talk to you real soon. I've been Eric Hudzik, and you've been on the line with Eric Hudzik and Osho on Money Sucks. Goodbye.